Hey everybody, welcome back to the How to Adventure podcast. This is Ari in the Air. I am back from Mexico, I am back in the studio, and I'm fired up on this episode. It's called On Judgment, and I have been thinking about this for so long. I have been talking about it with my friends extensively, and I'm super excited to, to bring it to you. So, if you would, listen carefully, keep an open mind, and I hope this helps you. So, our entire lives, we are told things like, don't judge, don't be judgmental, and who are you to judge? And at the same time, we're told to have good judgment. So, which is it? Do you need judgment, or can only God judge? We are human beings, and we're all behind the wheel of the most advanced judgment-making machine the universe has ever known. Studies have shown that your brain judges faces for attractiveness within 30 milliseconds, while also constantly judging our surroundings for safety, our food for cleanliness, other people's faces to determine their moods and feelings, body language, signs of distress, and a million other things all faster than our conscious minds can even comprehend. We are nonstop, all the time, judged to survive animals, and that is a fact. But just because we're wired for it, it doesn't mean that our innate systems are without flaws. We have all kinds of biases wired into us from evolution, and these are important things to take note of. From the anchoring bias where we overemphasize the first piece of information that we gather, to overconfidence, to seeing patterns in random events, to the freaking placebo effect. There are some shortcomings in this race car that we're steering. So, what now? We know that people don't like us to be judgmental, but we need it to survive. People don't want to be judged but we got to surround ourselves with people we can trust. How do you pick a spouse if you don't judge them? We're also dealing with the fact that it hurts ourselves to judge ourselves, and it hurts to be judged. But I've got a solution. The people who want to grow and learn and improve, they're going to love it. But the people who want to manipulate dominate and abuse, they're going to hate it. Those people are going to tell you that that only God can judge, that being judgmental is wrong and mean, and that everyone is the same. They are trying to control you by taking away your ability to think. But by understanding the role that judgment has in your life, and by fine-tuning your own judgment, you can start to create for yourself a path a map that will lead you through life. It will guide you through hard times. It can bring the best possible people into your life and get the wrong ones out. It can keep you from being abused, from being manipulated, and from being controlled. And even more important, it can keep you from lying to yourself, leading yourself astray. So, if you want to be a better person, in whatever way, if you want better friends, whatever kind, if you want better outcomes, whatever those be, you're going to have to take up 
and tune your judgment machine. So saddle up, partner. It's going to be a bumpy but liberating ride. Y'all niggas got me hot. some ideas as to how you're going to how you would go about doing this okay the first one is accept judgment as the most powerful tool for improving your life that means you got to rid yourself of the common rhetoric surrounding judgment by understanding that those who cannot be judged are free to act however they want and this is inherently bad if you want someone you can trust to not hit you, to not lie to you, to not betray you. You also have to understand that effective judgment comes from the inside first. You are going to have to deal with yourself first and foremost before turning that judgment outwards. Only people who can judge themselves first can make accurate judgments for who they want to be, who they want to be around. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. You must first sort yourself out, and it is a long road, often painful. You have to judge yourself. Next thing, you want to try to understand the limitations of your innate judgments, the fast, subconscious ones. Daniel Kahneman wrote a great book on this. It's called Thinking, Fast and Slow, which is a number of studies that they did on human biases. It is very helpful if you're trying to tune your judgment steed into top shape. Okay, You also need to expect your judgments to be based in virtue and reason, while also having compassion, understanding, humility, and love built into them. This is complicated stuff. Okay, the next big thing is you got to determine which way is up. The entire point of having judgment is to make good decisions, good partners, good friends, trying to have a good life, right? Well, what is good? You got to take your time here. This is the most important part. If your compass is off, even by a few degrees, you could be going to undesired destinations. You should think of this calibration in terms of virtue. Okay? 
A virtue is a trait or quality that is deemed to be morally good and thus is valued as a foundation of principle and good moral being. They guide your actions and your decisions. You have to decide what are good virtues to have. Honesty? Nonviolence? People have been thinking about this shit for a long time. So, for reference, let's look at some historical virtues. The four cardinal virtues, which were initially derived from Plato and later accepted by Christianity, Catholicism, and Western culture in general, are temperance, prudence, justice, and courage. Let's go through those. So temperance is also known as restraint, the practice of self-control, discretion, and moderation, tempering desires like sex, appetite, alcohol. The Latin term can also be translated as sound-mindedness, which is why temperance is referred to these days as sobriety. The temperance movement made alcohol illegal in America in the 20s. Prudence is the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. It is acting with caution. The virtue of prudence is the ability to judge between virtuous and vicious actions, not only in a general sense, but with regard to appropriate actions at a given time and a given place. You know how being called a prude is a bad thing? Nah, I'm not so sure it is. Justice. Justice is regarded to as the most extensive and most important virtue because it regulates all your interactions with those around you. It is knowing what is fair. In Christian moral theology, justice is a quality or habit which perfects the will and inclines it to render to each and to all what belongs to them. Not only do you know what is right, but you have a habit and a will that leads you to acting on what is right and what is fair. Okay, the last of the four is courage. Courage is the choice and willingness to confront agony, pain, danger, uncertainty, or intimidation. Sometimes the Latin term can be translated to as fortitude, which includes the aspects of perseverance and patience. Okay, so 2,500 years ago, people were using their judgment machines to determine the best way to be. Plato wrote it in the Republic, which was later rolled into the religions that have shaped our world. And that's pretty powerful stuff. Most people these days are throwing religion under the bus while they themselves have no compass to guide their thoughts and actions. Well, if you want to make your judgment machine work better and you need some place to start, doesn't this seem like pretty good judgment? Their judgment was that people who have restraint sexually, intellectually, physically, 
People who act with caution, with wisdom, and with forethought. People who know right from wrong and what is fair and have the courage to act on that in the face of pain, danger, and intimidation over long periods of time are the people that we should be. They are the people we should be with. That's the theory. I'm an atheist. I couldn't agree more. Okay? And you know what? While we're on the topic of taking the lessons of history, let's talk about judging your own parents. I think it's really important to become an adult that you look at your childhood, the values you were raised with, the behaviors you were raised around, and how it played into you becoming you. And these days, parents have become some sort of pseudo-protected class, shielded from the judgments of others, and even worse, shielded from the judgments of their own children. The common rhetoric is, they did the best they could. They say things like, respect your elders, and blood is thicker than water. But what is respect if not earned? Remember what I said. Those who can't be judged are free to act in any way that they want. And this is a big reason why we have so many abused, neglected, and broken children. Why we have so many broken adults. Don't worry. There's a bright side to this judgment coin. Because the reality is, there is no gratitude without judgment. So, imagine. Maybe you were breastfed. You were loved. You were nurtured and your parents gave you loving affection as a baby. Your parents loved one another and they kept a beautiful home for you to grow up in. They never, ever hit you. They never yelled at you. They explained their own mistakes to you and why and how you should avoid them. They instilled in you a set of values that led you through life with self-esteem, courage, and perseverance. They taught you how to negotiate, how the world actually is, and how to navigate inside of it. They respected you as a person at every age. They worked tirelessly to understand you, to hear you, and to guide you. You became a happy, productive, and loving adult. Are these angelic parents worthy of non-judgment? No! You cannot even deem them wonderful without a clear judgment, and they deserve to be judged. They deserve to receive the judgment that they worked so hard for. The judgment that they fucking nailed it. And they improved the world by doing so. Thank them. Take their lesson. Be like them and spread their message. But to do that, you must first judge them. (sighs) Most of our upbringings were not like this. Perfection is easier to write about than to achieve. But we're all on this spectrum somewhere. So what we ought to do is learn to cherry pick. Cherry picking is having the clarity to see what was good and take it. And what is what was bad and reject it and avoid it and get it out of you. This is what judgment actually looks like in the real world. It's rarely black and white. It's a constant grab bag 
of keeping and being grateful for what is good and recognizing, rejecting, and avoiding what is bad. The next thing that you got to do is you got to learn your judgment, ethics, and etiquette. No matter how good your judgment is, no matter how right you are, your judgment is a sharp sword, and you should not wield it at all costs. So first, know when to hold your judgments. For whatever reason, there will be times that you've got to just shut up about it. Maybe just for now, maybe forever. You can act on it in other ways, but keep your thoughts in your head for the time being. This is very different than not judging. Do not ever not judge, but sometimes shut up about it. Sometimes voicing your judgment is wrong because your judgment is wrong. This is the judgmental asshole syndrome. Knowing which way is up, having yourself sorted out and having judged yourself thoroughly, having surrounded yourself with people who can judge you according to the terms that you want to be judged, and having experience with humble, compassionate, and empathetic judgment is the remedy for the judgmental asshole syndrome. If your judgments are going outward towards other people, you must understand that their timing and their delivery will absolutely determine their effectiveness. If you're making a judgment that is going to try to improve your life or the life of others, you have to accept the fact that you're trying to modify someone's behavior. And that's fine. It is a fact of humanity. It is a fact of cooperative nature that we are trying to modify each other's behavior. Some people try to modify the behavior in the wrong way, in a bad way, and that's because they don't know which way is up and they don't know what's best. If you spend enough time thinking about what is best for you and what good looks like, then you can start pulling up on other people and modifying their behavior with positive effect to make the world a better place. So, if your judgments are outward, you must understand that their timing and delivery will absolutely determine their effectiveness. It is exceedingly rare that you will find a person who can take blunt and harsh criticism and put it to use in their life. God bless those people, but they are rare. With friends, it takes an extremely light touch. you got to move carefully, but you got to have the courage to try. With family, it takes an even lighter touch. Strategy and understanding, empathy, compassion. Strategy and strategy and strategy, folks. And always, 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 your best bet to be effective is to lead by example. You must judge yourself Judge your own behaviors that should change, and you need to make the changes. Then you have to be relentlessly consistent in them. Easier said than done. I know. Okay? Another thing to, to think about for your judgment etiquette 
is know when you need more information. It is really important to know when you don't have enough information to make a really well-rounded, compassionate, empathetic judgment. Remember, your judgment machine, your brain, it wants to have certainty. But you've got to be smart enough to know when your brain is trying to jump to that certainty, to that conclusion preemptively. But then you kind of wonder, how much is enough information to judge? And I think that's a great question. And I would say that on every situation, it depends. For instance, if someone has a long history of domestic violence, I don't need to take the time to understand or empathize why they might be doing that, where their traumas came from that led them down that path. All I know is that they are violent and I'm going to stay away from them. I'm also going to have the courage to keep the people I love away from them. I'm not condemning them. I'm not trying to change them. I'm just going to judge their actions as something that I don't want in my life, and I've got to modify my own behavior to be away from them and to be unlike them. Imagine you have a friend who starts drinking in serious excess. Do you need all the pieces of the puzzle to judge that that's bad for them? No. You need some courage, you need some compassion, some understanding, and you've got to help bring your judgment to light in a kind and effective manner. It should never be an ultimatum. It should never be a threat. It should never be a demand. If your judgments are based in reason and virtue and love, so should be your advice and its delivery. The more important the relationship that you're trying to build, the more information you're going to want. If you are looking for a spouse, you really want every possible nibble and crumb you can get. Parents, childhood, past partners, their traumas, their values, goals, dreams, plans. If you're looking for a grocer, you don't need so much information. If you're looking for an Uber, not nearly as important. But especially with significant others, we all too often let our biochemistry do all the matchmaking and we forego what should be a fairly rigorous interview of compatibility in terms of virtues, values, and goals. You don't have to look or sound like a robot to excavate this kind of information. It's the art of conversation. Maybe your cell phone took that away from you. And that is a big bummer. Imagine you're in a crowded concert. Everyone around you tells you to stay where you are, but you'd like to be closer to the stage, or maybe you even have to pee. They say you should stay where you are because it's rude to push through a crowd. They say that those who move through the crowd are assholes. Fuck that. Reject their input. Move wherever you want. You don't have to shove people to the ground. You don't need to knock beers out of hands and make babies cry. You can be polite. You can be considerate, patient, and cautious. But for God's sake, don't ever, ever let them convince you that you can't move about because it's rude. 
set your intentions with care. Surround yourself with people who judge your intentions, and by doing so they deem them virtuous. Judge them back and hold them accountable. They need you to do that. We are the most cooperative, intelligent, judgmental organisms to have ever graced this planet and maybe the universe, and we will only thrive if we accept this simple, simple truth. Be courageous. It is not easy. Be courageous. It is swimming upstream. It is going against the grain. You will face so much opposition if you do this. But do not put your life, your purpose, and your happiness in the hands of the many. You need to take control of who you are, why you are, and what you want to do. You need to think long and hard about it. Thanks for listening, and good luck.